time to bet it all. This is Bet MGM Tonight, live from BetQL. Here we go, live from the nation's capital. Ryan Horvath, Nick Ashew, Bet MGM Tonight, Twitch, YouTube, the Odyssey app. You can see us, you can hear us, all those places. BetQL Network. We got a rain delay now in this Dodgers game. Yeah, not too happy what about it, to be honest on? with you. You know, the last baseball game I plan on betting this summer. You're a liar. You will bet on baseball. We got, we got a random over. I don't bet a whole lot of overs. Over eight and a half. 3 1 in the top of the third, and we get into a uh, rain delay. Good thing is, though, um, Looking at it, man, Dodgers are probably going to make this a bullpen game and pull Kershaw uh, after two innings if we do resume play. So that could be a good thing or it could be a bad thing. We'll see how long this weather delay is. Nothing worse than a bad over- thing is I got to stick around. Well, I guess I could just do this tomorrow. I don't want to have to stick around. MGM down the street closes at 11. Well, then we're off the air and they cl- you have six minutes, made essentially. The, made the mistake of traveling to National Harbor last time. <laughs> They're like, no, we can't. We can't do this here. For can't now. do this. Not not anymore. So you can't. Yeah. Uh, we'll see. That's the worst part about a rain delay. You have no idea sometimes how long it's going to take. You can probably look at the radar if you want. Can't rain all the time. That's what I learned from the movie The Crow. This is true. Mm-hmm. But it can rain a lot of times. Depends. Depends on how it is. True. All right. Jeff Feinberg jumps on with us now. we got the Tour Championship coming up. But I, before we get to that, actually, we were talking about best-case scenarios for teams in the NFL. So clearly, as I see the hat you're wearing right now, because you are one of the biggest Chargers fans in the world, what is the best-case scenario for your Chargers this season? Health. If they stay healthy, they will be the team that everyone thought they could be if we did this show a year ago today. That's the best, like, that's it. They, they, if they're healthy, they will be fantastic. All those receivers running out there, Derwin, Bosa, finally playing games healthy together. An offensive line that went healthy as Corey Lindsley and, and Rashawn Slater. That That's really all that matters, I think. So injury luck. That's best case scenario. If I could have anything, it's injury luck. Yeah, I uh, um really quick, who you know like what do you think about the Broncos? Because I mean, we've been going back and forth with Denver and Russell Wilson obviously last year was a big mess. Uh, the defensive side of the ball, they were top 5, but what do you think about them? You know, especially after what we've seen this preseason. <laughs> He's just piling them on them, piling on them. Uh got really lucky last year that the Russell Wilson thing kind of blew up in their face. I wasn't expecting that. I'm not expecting them to blow up again with Sean Payton. Every no disrespect to Drew Brees, a former Charger. He's probably the worst all-time great quarterback of all time. Like, in the all-time great quarterback group, he's the worst of them. That's to Sean Payton. How Sean Payton always got that team up for games when Drew Brees wasn't healthy. He's good with bad court. I don't mean Drew Brees was bad, but Sean Payton has proven that he can get that his teams going and effective on offense without star QB play. I'm worried. We'll get get to the tour championship in a second, I promise. But because we're doing this for research purposes and for science, this is for science. Chargers fan, what is the worst case scenario for your Chargers? Uh, I guess it would be Justin Herbert getting hurt, but uh, the worst case scenario would be the injuries and I guess the Broncos being really good. But they showed last year the floor is high, Nick. When they all everything they went through last year it was a really weird season. Herbert, the injuries all across the board. The floor is high. Yeah, I think he's going to win MVP. I, I think they're going to win the Super Bowl. Uh, to be honest with you, Jeff. All right, let's talk. Let's, <laughs> His face when you said that. <laughs> let's talk some golf. No, I'm all in. I don't hear people like 
I don't know other people felt like that, but I think they've been burned enough. But okay, I mean, let's go. I mean, I've been bitching about Joe Lombardi for the last two and a half years. Yeah. You have Kellen Moore now. We know Justin Herbert's going to be able to push the ball down the field. What I worry about is, like, are the guys on the defensive, bo- defensive side of the ball going to stay healthy? Like, J.C. Jackson, I don't remember the last time I've seen a drop-off, especially at his age. And I know there was, like, off-the-field stuff and he was injured. But he just looked like crap when he was out there. Love Derwin James. Joey Bosa has to stay healthy. I know he put on a bunch of muscle and whatnot, but I think that's what it comes down to, man. I don't worry about the offense with Kellen Moore and Justin Herbert, but I do worry about that defense, and that's supposed to be Brandon Staley's specialty. And every year I feel like they've regressed since letting Anthony Lynn go, right? Yeah, that's why I think he's the (laughs) monorail man who sold me a bill of goods because he can't even stop the run, and he's a defensive guy. Yeah, exactly. All right, what do you think about the staggered start before we get to uh, what you like this weekend? So Scotty Scheffler is going to begin 10-under. you got Vic 8-under, Rory 7-under. What do you think about this format? Some people complain about it. Some people like it. What are your thoughts? I think it is one of the dumbest concepts <laughs> in professional sports. Personally, that is how I think about it. I think Scotty Scheffler laid it out today how silly it is in the sense that you could win 15 times in a season – and you'd only have a two-shot lead. Like, it, I, I don't like it one bit, but the FedEx Cup, the FedEx Cup champion, you guys, it has not resonated with the with sports fans, with golf fans. We're probably getting close to 20 years now. It has not made a dent in the American sports psyche, and a gimmick like this will not doesn't help it as far as I'm concerned. How do you bet something like this, too? Like, BetMGM has a winner with and without the strokes. I mean, what's the best way to approach this from a betting perspective? Yeah, so obviously those are two different markets. I will say I have, and I do, I can't help myself, I do make bets in the with um, in the standard 72-hole format, you know, that doesn't include starting strokes. But it's hard to bet on something that the players have no concept of and that they're not rewarded for you almost wish that there was like a million dollar bonus for the guy who won the 72 hole scoring format. So, you know, you always like to bet on things where the teams have a purpose or the player. So that's what I do worry about. And as for the starting strokes, uh, I've bet Victor Hovland. I bet him at over five to one. He's two strokes back of Scotty Scheffler. We've seen guys get on absolute tears in this format before. What I mean by tears is through the FedEx cup. He could have won at the St. Jude the week before. Uh, the way he's hitting it, to me, Scotty Scheffler's already here in his footsteps. What are your thoughts about uh, some of the outrights as far as uh, without bonus strokes? So without bonus strokes, it is uh, Sung J.M. who I've uh, identified. I saw him as high as 35-1 to 1 this week, and, and he's pretty popular, but that's for good reason. In the 12 rounds in August that he has played, uh, he shot in the 60s each time. Last year, he would have come in second place in this market, the 72-hole stroke market. I think rounds of 67, 66, 65, 65. He's been on tour five years. He's been to Eastlake every year. Uh, I love this market for Sungjae this week. If I wanted to pay the piper a bit, it would be the Eastlake disciple that is Xander Shoffley. But I don't want to bet 11, 10, 12 to 1 when the players themselves have no concept of that at all and there's no reward for them. So that price was just a little too much for me. Do you do anything with matchups or like, you know, top English, top European, or is it just pretty much outrights for you this weekend? Yeah, it's it's really hard to do much of, of um, anything. I have played Sung J M 
in a couple matchups, and I played Tom Kim as well, who's been striking the ball beautifully uh, off that seven under round the week before. He's like a par 70, 7,300 yard course. All sorts of player types can can compete here. Uh, from guys who hit it long, do you just want to be in the right spot and get on the right tier on what are lightning fast greens? And, and Tom Kim is a guy that I've identified who I want to make some money on as well. What about a guy, I've heard this name thrown around, and you would be the expert on this far more than me when I look at this. Brian Harmon's 50-1. to 1. He's got a strong short game. I mean, bogey avoidance that's there. He knows how to play in Georgia. I mean, is, is that somebody that maybe in the more of the long shot market you'd consider? Yeah, um, just pardon my ignorance. Is this in the starting strokes or the no starting strokes? Uh, so I think that that was the no starting strokes. Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah uh, no I really strokes, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yes. um, I saw him as high as 35. Um, I, I love Brian Harmon this week, especially in the market you've spoken of with no mm. starting strokes. The way that he has uh, hit the ball, uh, that he was hitting the ball last week on a layout that should seem perfect for him. I, I'm just not there, but I totally get, yeah. I'd argue, in terms of like value and the most fair bets out there, they involve guys like Harmon, like Glover, who have been playing so great. You think uh, Brooks Kepka is going to be chosen for the Ryder, uh, the Ryder Cup? Yes, I do. It's a multifaceted situation. I don't think it was a funny joke that the Fire Pit Collective did today. When you're a serious, or when you're like known for being a serious news breaking thing, or not news breaking, but um, a lot of serious, well established journalists there that aren't like, don't have reputations for having fun or being jokes. I didn't think that was um, that didn't go over well with me. Not people should say we should lighten up, but I do believe he will be on the team. The only way I believe he wouldn't be on the team is if he says he doesn't want to be on the team, and by that I mean he's just had a newborn. There are reports that there were many, many extra weeks in the hospital for the baby, for the wife. Everyone does seem like things are okay there, but it was awkward to even know that he was obligated and played in live events while that was happening. That's a whole separate other discussion. Maybe he's just not mentally in a place to want to go to Rome, but he's Brooks. He's the ultimate alpha. It would be such a controversy if they didn't take him and he wanted to go that it wouldn't even be worth... They'd have to answer questions for it all week. I think they'd be asking for way, way too much trouble if they didn't take him. Talking to Jeff Feinberg, BetMGM tonight. What do you think about what John Rahm had to say about, you know, fans, people standing there talking about whether it's something they bet or, like, it becoming a distraction at all? Do you think that that's something that's maybe too played out by some of these golfers, or is that becoming more and more of a problem? I think Personally, I think it is very played out. Mm -hmm. And no doubt there's issues. There's gambling. Uh, all these books are taking bets on head-to-heads and what have you. But I am, in my opinion, 85% of the problem at a golf event in real time as a guy's got a 10-footer, it's like bros having drinks, making micro bets with each other. <laughs> I don't think it's like they're bet against, against the house. So that will never change. Even if they can't bet legally in a sports book or on an app, those dude man bro bets watching the guys as they're coming through you can't stop that. And if a, guy, a fan wants to be a jerk because he's got a $20 bet with his buddy, that's got nothing to do with the with the marketplace of, of betting at the moment. 
Jeff, before we let you go, I want to go uh, back to the NFL just for one more question. Who's your surprise team, maybe your sleeper team this year? We've had people, you know, I'm talking about Atlanta. We've had people uh, come on and talk about Chicago or Green Bay. Who's your sleeper team going into the season? So now it feels redundant to be banging the Packer drum this, like, as they've gotten so much steam. It's like I hate when I bet a golfer on Monday morning, then by Wednesday he's the most popular golfer. Now it feels like my Packers bets from months ago are – are now getting mushed by the public. But it is a misfit of quarterbacks. Sam Darnold and Brock Purdy are division favorites. Derek Carr and Jared Goff. Let me pick a misfit. I love Jordan Love. I love all that draft class. They all look like they're stars to me, and they've proven to be. I'm drinking the Kool-Aid of that Packer roster and Jordan Love, I'm not just trying to suck up to Ryan who sucked up to me. Uh, I don't know. That. But, but my, I promise you, I believe he's made the futures on my team. I've got the receipts from months ago on his team. Uh, so there you are. We're putting air in each other's tires, yeah. Ryan. I was going to say, I'm not even trying to hype you up. I have an uncomfortable amount of money on your team. And, and I mean, yeah. It goes so, both uh, ways. Now, now I, you know it's a two-way street. And I got the good Packer numbers. I was going to say, I, I was going to say. Yeah, I was going to say. I could just, yeah. So hopefully we both. What about this? Who's your biggest disappointment team, especially in the AFC? Because, I mean, all these teams aren't getting in. Okay, my biggest disappointment team, it, it just it, it feels like it's going to be the Jets. There's just so much going on. The schedule is a gauntlet. Uh, that's the one. Like, if you, they would be the favorites with the short they'd – they'd be the favorites if that was a bet. Who will be the most disappointing team in football? Now, that means people will love you and for good reason. Yeah. But I'll take the chalk. Give me the Jets. All that sucking up you guys did to each other has now been ruined because you've talked about Ryan's Jets in a negative way. No, and it's I, all can, I mean, over. I think that's the right <laughs> answer. Though. I mean, you got Aaron Rodgers, old ass, behind a terrible offensive line. Injuries it, it is, happen. It's scary how bad that injuries on the defensive line side of the ball. Hey, that could be a seven team. A year ago, the Chargers were getting so much hype, and I totally got when people were like, they're just going to let you down because they're right. the Chargers. I don't really know a reason why. It'll probably be injuries or they'll do something silly like they always do. It's just right. the, the Jets, there's just so much hype. Like anything but an ultra-successful season is a disappointment. So I have so many outs to claim that as a victory also. Listen, I know what it's like to be a fan of a team that lets you down every single year. At least you guys get to talk about teams that are, you know, uh, playoff bound. And I'm just happy we have a new owner in Washington. That's all I care about. Jeff Feinberg, always good to have you on, man. You're the best. Thanks for coming on. Thanks, Jeff. I really like the Commanders, too, and that's not a bit. That's not a bit either. God, you are welcome on every day now for all of this today. You're the best, buddy. Thank you. I love it. I love the commander's juju, except for you over there. You you went the opposite way. You're all in, and now you're not. No, 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 no. I'm all in on Sam Howell, not the team. All right. Well, not the that, team. If Sam Howell plays well, they're probably going to be a pretty good team. team. All right, back to AFC best-case scenarios. We'll even jump into the NFC. Let's see what each one of us has to say about Sam Howell and those Washington commanders next. Bet MGM tonight.